This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. What's going on, Smooth Operators? Welcome to this week's episode. Hope you're having a good one. Hope everything is coming together. We're coming to the end of summer, which, you know, when we were a kid, it was always like summer was a fun time, right? It's a time when you had all this free time. And I don't know about any of you, summertime, I always have these expectations and these, I'm going to be able to do this, this, and that. And it never, ever works out that way because, you know, I got young kids at home and now they're home and we have activities. And so it's this constant thing of trying to keep up with everything. I don't believe I'm alone in that. If that's you as well, just you're not alone. Uh, This time of year is what it is. And part of it is surviving it. Part of it's looking forward to what's next. Part of it's embracing it for what it is. Um, But it got me thinking about kids and kids sports um so we're at that age like half of my kids are old enough they're playing more organized keep score games half the kids aren't but tell me honestly if you're watching a game without a score like how fun is that it's not you know what makes the game exciting is the scores waiting for the touchdown or the run or the goal That's what makes the game exciting, and that's how we know as spectators who's winning. And even when you're on the team, that's how you know you're winning. You're going after the score. You don't do it for any other reason. And it got me really thinking about when we're managing our teams and how we need to let them know that they're winning. We need to let them know the score. They need to know where they're landing, where they stack up their own performances. Are they getting touchdowns? Are they getting those extra points? Are they getting all those things, those little wins along the way, those rewards that we need to provide to our employees? Because that's how we are wired as individuals. Even as an entrepreneur yourself, you're, you likely have the, the numbers that you're keeping score of, that you're keeping track of, whether those are your revenue numbers, profit numbers, um, number of units sold, like all those things are how we know we're winning. And I know many, many, many entrepreneurs that feed off of that. And it's that end of month or uh, end of quarter report. They look forward to it. They can't wait to see how they did. And that is why we need to find ways to keep score for our team. And so that's really what I'd like to dive into. It's how to let our team know that they are winning. Seems like a very small minor thing. I promise you it's not. KPIs, key performance indicators for your team, are going to be one of the major difference difference makers in having a team that's motivated, inspired, to a team that's just kind of going through the motions and doesn't seem to have any, you know, extra little juice, you know, in their step. They're they don't know the score. They don't know the score. And so there's like these weird stories that we find ourselves telling ourselves when we are suddenly the boss and suddenly in charge of people. And we think that putting these kinds of systems in place means you're micromanaging or controlling. And I'm going to show you why you're not. 
okay? Having KPIs, having scorecards does not mean you're an asshole. It means you're actually being one heck of a leader. Leadership is about putting these systems in place because people feed off of them. When you have a team that is filled with people that have a desire to reach the goals that they have in front of them, you're going to have a team that's motivated, inspired, comes to work every day in pursuit of that score. They now have something to chase. They have something to reach for. So I want you just to dispel that notion that that is boss stuff. And I don't want to be a boss. If you're in this position and you're running a team, whether you're the CEO, director of operations, manager, I don't care what position of leadership you're in. If you have people working for you, you are in charge of that. And establishing KPIs are incredibly important. I've worked in jobs without KPIs, and it it was actually terrible. I never knew if I was doing good or bad. And that's just about the worst feeling in the world. To not know how we're doing. I mean, think about that. Put yourself in that position where you're slogging it out. You're working the hours. You're putting your heart and soul into something. And you don't know if you're going doing well. Whew. That's tough to imagine. Tough to imagine. So let's go over a couple steps to get started on the KPI game, okay? Um, like... Some of the like ways to set it up, there's a million different ways. I have some best practices up that I've used, but it's really hard to do because this is an audio show, so I can't really show you examples. The first thing I want you to do when you're thinking about KPIs is first set a very realistic goal. Realistic goals have to be built from experience and actually doing the task. So you or someone on your team needs to have first-hand experience in doing this task in order to set a realistic goal of what that task entails. So if it's uh, you know posting stuff to social media, you need to have a realistic ta- or idea of how much reach you're going to get, what your clicks are going to be like. Um, even the timeline, how much time is it going to take to do that job? All of these things play into that picture of KPIs. But again, must be realistic. Um, if you remember a couple episodes ago, I talked about delegating and delegate this, not that. This is where that firsthand experience comes into play because having that firsthand experience and that system means you have numbers that are associated with it. So if you don't have your numbers yet for what it takes you or someone else on your team, get those first and make sure they are real. Make sure they're documented. Use timers. Use whatever you got to do in order to capture these numbers. So step one, that's kind of your baseline. Um, When you are bringing someone, say you're bringing someone brand new into that role, they're taking it on, you need to give them the training and mentorship to make those KPIs possible. So they need to know what works, they need to know what doesn't, they need to know the experiments that you've tried and failed in, or those little tricks that we discover along the way in order to become more productive. Um, Just one small example is I use a tool called FlyCut. Uh, Flycut, it's it allows me to hold multiple copies in my in a basically like a bank. So if I have to copy paste like twenty different things, I can put them into a bank, and it makes pasting super simple. It makes it a breeze. 
Well, when I was training someone up to do a task for me, I had him download Flycut because it was a great little productivity tool that I found. I was like, this is amazing. And it was something I could really do well with. Another is like text expander. All these little things that we pick up along the way. Don't assume that someone else has those tools, that they have that um, background and that knowledge of the various tool sets that are available out there that you might be using. If you're using it, it's a success for you. Make sure you're passing that along. So the training and mentorship. So it's not just, here you go, here's how to do it, bye. Uh, mentorship is a process. It's not overnight. It's not even over a month. It's multiple months of walking someone through and being there to aid in their questionings and the various things that are going to come up along the way. So training and mentorship and actual onboarding process. And with that, remember number three, onboarding is a thing, okay? They won't hit KPIs right away. I promise you that. They're going to take longer. They're not going to be as successful. That's what the mentorship is for. You know, just the, it was last week I was in a Facebook group and someone was complaining that they just hired a VA and it took them 10 hours to do something they can do in three. And, oh, this just doesn't work. I'm like, well, they just started, man. Like, you, you can't expect them to do things at your proficiency right out the gate. Don't care how well trained they are, it's still going to take them some time. So have those realistic expectations and most importantly, communicate those expectations. Tell someone outright, hey, this is usually a two hour task. I know you're new. So like aim for four. So still give them a number, but just elongate it and make it longer than what it would normally take. But now, again, you have numbers to beat. If it took them four hours their first week, the next week they do it, it takes them three, then 245, then 230. See how we're constantly winning. We're providing our team ways to win through KPIs, through numbers, which is amazing because it's all quantifiable data. It's not just, you know, gobbledygook it's actual data that we can use to quantify the fact that they're doing a good job people feed off this stuff and with that when they become more efficient number four is to celebrate their progress outright state it like hey man you're doing a great job you know look at your productivity levels in only three weeks and you show them the outright numbers you're giving them ways to win you're giving them ways to run up the score you're going to get momentum from that. You're going to get motivation and inspiration. You're going to have a smiling person on the other end of that desk or the other end of that Zoom call when they hear how much they're progressing because they might not be keeping track. Um, ultimately, with KPIs, we want them to be keeping track of some of their own KPIs. But you want to give them those wins. So think of a number of ways you can do that. There's no right way or wrong way. There's whatever way works into the cadence that you have with your team. Uh, multiple different ways you can do it. Just get creative with it. And with that, I always like to do team shout outs for meeting KPIs. So that's my fifth suggestion is to do a team shout out. If you are in a position of leadership and you have team meetings or videos that you're shooting for your team and you have a team member that is crushing it onto their KPIs, on their KPIs, I should say, give them a shout out. Let everyone know how good they're doing, how they're meeting 
meeting their goals, what, you know, if it's turning into leads or sales or whatever output is coming from that, give them the victory. You know, let them spike that football in front of their whole team, especially if they're new to the team and they get bragged up in front of everyone. These are the little things that really help build that team culture, really help build that individual within the team. So they're no longer the new guy. They're the person that's crushing their KPIs. Which brings us to monitor and adjust over time. KPIs do change. Everything is evolving. Certain things work better at some point and work less at other points. We're all marketers. Well, if you're not a marketer, you're just, you're not a marketer yet. If you own a business and you're selling product, you are in some way a marketer. So we know this. We know that certain things change over time. Like Facebook reach, if you're trying to do it off five years ago KPIs, everyone's going to be a failure. Right? If you're trying to do like a cold DM strategy or cold email strategy based on five years ago numbers, you're going to be a failure. No matter what, you can be the best person in the world at that. You're not going to achieve some of those numbers that were possible when new technologies or new methods were first coming online. So anticipate that. Monitor and adjust these over time. If a team member is telling you, a team member who's in, you know, in that lane and doing that job, that they're just not able to hit the numbers they used to, maybe do some research, find out what's happening and then adjust those KPIs so you are, you're providing a way for success. It's nice to imagine that we can just keep our levels at whatever we set them. And that it's important to hit your levels, but it's also important to be a human and adjust these things because it's going to pay off dividends. I'll tell you that much. It will pay off when you have that team member that is retained, that is constantly motivated to try to do better because they, that human touch is in there. And as you're monitoring and adjusting those over time, remember, like I said, KPIs need to be something that is reported. It's reportable. So whatever reporting mechanisms you have, and I should probably do a whole nother episode on reporting mechanisms. I like to do self-reporting as much as possible. I like to find ways to do automation behind it. But ultimately, my team is responsible for giving me their numbers. That's one of the last things they do to wrap up their week is send up their reports of their numbers for the week. It's a good accountability for them. You can spot check them if, if you really want to see if they're being honest with you. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Do spot check them from time to time to make sure. But long term, we want to have uh, train them to have success. <coughs> but overall... I'm going to reiterate with this because it's the last thing, but it's the, one of the most important things. Really, the most important step in all of this is getting over yourself and realize that you're not, like I said, you're not being an asshole. You're not being a jerk boss by doing this. But instead, by not doing this, let's focus on the not doing. If you're not doing this, you aren't going to have employees that are performance-oriented, goal-driven connected to that bigger picture of the company, and passionate about their work. None of us got into this game just to, you know, punch a ticket and to have a job. 
There are much easier ways of making money. We did this because we are passionate about something. And by doing this very simple step of establishing these KPIs, these scores, you're enabling their long-term success and ultimately giving them continuous motivation in their job because you're giving them ways to win and to score the touchdown. All right, I hope this helped. If you do have any questions about setting KPIs and different ways of doing this, I'd love to jump on a call with you. Please do go to my website and reach out to, to Adam at adamliet.com. I look forward to speaking with you. This stuff all does work. I promise you that. I've seen it over and over and over again, and I've been on that other side, like I said, where I didn't have KPIs, and I know how miserable that was. Hey, but though before you jump from this episode, though, do jump straight over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Um, definitely a comment, too. I mean, star reviews are fun, but I like the comments as well. Let me know what you think of the show. And until next time, I'm Adam Liette from Smooth Operator. And operators, keep on rocking, buddy. You got it. See you soon. Hey, before you bounce out of here, I have a free strategy session available exclusively for my podcast audience. In this 30-minute phone call, we'll unveil the immediate steps you can take to operationalize your business and put you back in the driver's seat. Just go to www.adamliette.com and click start here.